take opportunities. Don't be afraid to have to take something that is going to give you a little bit of experience but maybe isn't what you really had imagined. I never imagined that I was going to work at a retail flower shop and nor at that time did I think that was going to launch me into the career I have today. This is Run of Show, a podcast devoted to women in events. Run of Show is brought to you by B Floral, an event design and production firm based in New York City. Here we sit down with influential women in the events industry and talk career, event trends, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claudia Kiss. In today's episode, we're sitting down with B Floral's very own Jennifer Broder. Jennifer is our vice president and heads up both our sales and events departments. Jennifer started her career in sales and transitioned into roles in both the floral and event industries throughout the last 10 years, landing at B Floral in 2015. Jennifer, I know you're busy, so thank you for coming in and sitting with us. Thanks for having me. So let's jump right in, and I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your career journey and how you landed here at B Floral. Sure. So my career journey is one of those that's a little bit more of the squiggle line rather than the straight. I started out in sales. Really, I wanted to move to New York, and that's the skill that I had coming out of college and jumped into a sales role. Quickly realized the company I was with wasn't for me, so randomly ended up at a flower shop. Who would have thought? I thought that would be kind of temporary, but I really learned a lot while I was there, uh, learning the events industry, really carved a niche for myself. And from there, I realized that I wanted to be in the events industry. So really paired that with my sales experience and moved around to a company to learn a little bit more about the industry as a whole, not just from a design perspective. And through a few twists and turns, ended up finding myself with design. And then when uh, I was approached by B Floral, I saw that it was taking my sales expertise as well as my events expertise, and it was a great marriage. So I was going to say, you found the best of both worlds right here. Yeah, it was a it was a great find, something that I really didn't even know existed. So I know you spent some time in the wedding industry. How does that differ from the more corporate side of events? One word, emotion. Oh. <laughs> corporate events are amazing, and they come with their own set of nuances. Uh, what I realized with the wedding industry is it's the special day. It's like the most special day of your life, and there's a lot of emotion tied to it. There's usually also a much larger lead time. So with the corporate events, there's still a lot of emotion because you need to get it right, and you only have one time to get it right but it's actually a little bit more specific than weddings because most of the time we're working with clients that they're launching a product and it can't just be a red rose. It needs to be a red rose that matches the color of the new shade of lipstick. So they're both high stress, um, but just in different ways. That totally makes sense. So on the wedding side, I know that clients are typically the bride or the mother of the bride or the mother-in-law. In corporate events, what sort of clients are you interacting with directly? Most of our clients, uh, we're interacting with PR directors, influencer managers. That's sort of a new one that's popped up recently. And we're working with brand managers. Really, it's in within the branding, um, event coordinators, experiential managers. So it's a variety based on whether we're working with the client directly or working through an agency. Well, I feel like those are all like new kind of buzzy words that have literally popped up over the last few years. Totally agree. When I was in college, I don't think any of those were even available. I don't think so either. So does that mean that the sales team now targets all of these different types of of clientele? They do. And that's really their biggest challenge is when you're looking at a corporate event that's happening on Instagram, you really don't know, was it the brand themselves that planned it? Was it the PR manager that works at the brand? Was it their PR agency? We're seeing that many brands have multiple agencies. So our sales team really needs to 
really dive deep and see all the different options. They're like little detectives. Sure are. (laughs) (laughs) So our process at Be Floral is unique to the events industry. Can you tell everyone a bit about our process from when we receive an event inquiry to the time the event is executed? Absolutely. Here at Be Floral, it's all about customer service. We know that there are a ton of designers to choose from, and we want to make sure that our clients know they're being taken care of. So as soon as a client submits an inquiry, they are assigned a specific event design manager, and that design manager is going to take them through the initial process all the way through the proposal phase. So typically, they'll hop on a call. Our main goal is to figure out the why of the client's event. We want to know everything about what product are you launching? Why do you like the inspiration image you sent? Can we help you come up with something a bit more unique? This is a time to really fact find, to understand budgets, so that we're able to then turn around and create a proposal that's customized to that client and that will really work for them. So typically, the event design manager works back and forth with the client to review mood boards, line item proposals, really make sure that we're in line and everyone's on the same page. Sometimes that also includes going on walkthroughs to take measurements of venues, the good old New York City elevators that you need to make sure things are going to fit in. And then they are put together with a logistics assistant and that person's going to confirm all of those logistics, load in, load out. How much time do we have? Are we loading in at the same time as another vendor? And then the day of, they have a point of contact. Our on-site coordinator and designers are there to load everything in, fully set everything up, work with the client collaboratively to make sure that they're liking what's going on. Do they want to adjust anything on site? And then our team departs typically 30 minutes before an event starts. And then we also return at the end of the event, taking everything with us so our clients don't have to worry about having anything left behind or venues asking, you know, why is your wall still standing here (laughs) or trying to take home a wall? Uh, So we take care of everything from A to Z. So over the last five years, you've seen both our company and the industry grow and change dramatically. How do you think the industry is changing and have there been any moments that stand out where you saw be floral change to keep up with the industry? When I first started, it was more focused on what does an event look like when you walk in the door. And that's still true to some degree, but we've really seen a shift with the takeover of Instagram that our clients want to ensure what will this event look like when someone takes a photo? And is it photo worthy? Instagrammable moment, a new word. I feel like it's been probably used for about the past year or so, maybe even two years. But what is that going to look like? And will an influencer who's attending my event think that's cool enough to take a photo of? So that's really been a shift. And really this experiential factor of how people are interacting, I think that's this next phase that we're seeing, not just standing in front of a wall, but being able to interact and stand behind a paper flower or one thing that comes to mind is we worked with our client tinder and they needed us to create something where the guests can actually interact and use ipads so it wasn't again just to take a photo but it was to come up to the wall that we created it was a three-part wall and be able to utilize the ipads for an app that they had created that was a little more customized to the theme of the event they were sponsoring i remember that event and i will have to say as well, I think that we were in the same kind of boat at the time. I wasn't even on that setup. And when I got the text that morning with pictures from that event, I was like, we've made it. This is like (laughs) a whole new level. I think we're all like kind of on the same page. It was just like unbelievable. And I think that really kind of shot us into the more, you know, niche market of floral walls and activations and installations. That was amazing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite moments here. I know now you manage both departments and don't go on as many event setups, but back in the day, both you and I went on a lot. 
Do you have any particular moment that sticks out to you when you realize that you have to be ready for anything in the events industry? I think you always have to be ready for everything in the events industry. You never know what's going to happen. But at Be Floral, I would say the first moment was our event in LA. You were with me. Oh, yes. I remember. And we were there. It was a sponsored event, and there were a ton of different sponsors. So we were supposed to be there dressed up, going to network with potential clients, learn about the brands. And during setup, we noticed that the brand we were working for, they were providing a structure that was made a little bit differently than expected. And we had to put flowers in it to design it. And things were not going the way they were supposed to. The flowers were not staying in that hedge. (laughs) They sure weren't. So you and I looked at each other. I think you were in wedges. I was in stilettos. We were like dressed, well, to the nines, but like to the nines for LA, let's say. (laughs) Yeah, which good thing. Um, And we're like, well, I guess we're getting our hands dirty. Sun beating down. I remember that. Yep. Hitched in with our designers. They were all looking at us like, what are you doing? But it was really, it was hands on deck and you had to do what you had to do. And it's kind of the rush of it. As you mentioned, like I don't go on as many setups anymore. And that is something that I really do miss because it always comes together. And so we worked with the designers. And then the second part of that, we were also making flower crowns. Do you remember how crazy that was? I do. (laughs) I remember hiding behind a tent, like squatting, hiding behind a tent away from everyone in my dress soaking wet because all the water from the flower buckets and we were trying to like organize the flowers and then we would take the buckets out to try to get them to the booth for our designers but we never made it to the booth because people just grabbed the flowers because when a lady in LA sees a free flower she just goes completely nuts yeah people were coming into our buckets and just pulling flowers and because the activation it was like free flower crowns we didn't really want to say no, so we were just, it was like being swarmed. It was just like a crazy experience. I feel like so much has changed in the last five years. And when we first started, we sat in that tiny office all together. Flowers were being made behind us. Do you remember where I sat? You sat near the bathroom. Sure did. Maybe one foot in the bathroom. I remember coming in for my interview and thought, I'm going to make calls in the bathroom. But you, that's fine. And I did. And you did. I and did. still prevailed. Sure did. Have an office today, which is crazy to think about. Coming from, you know, back then when we all sat near each other and I could see the person who was sitting across from me, all four of us. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, to be able to make sales call during other people's bathroom breaks and still get a win, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. I, I'll take that. <laughs> and you know, remember when we all, I think it was one of my first weeks, one of our first weeks, we started very, very close together back to back, but we made that list of goal clients, that dream clients that, oh, maybe one day we'll work with these. And then, yeah. And then I would say, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. You called me and you're like, look at this. And I couldn't imagine what you wanted me to see, but you like pointed to the list and I was, and reminded me what it was. And one by one, we were like, we've worked with every single one of these. I had goosebumps to this day thinking about that moment. That was just a crazy moment. And I remember looking at it again, being like, wait, are we sure? You know, since then we've, you know, our sales reps, they create their own sheets. We've created new goal clients. And it's crazy how quickly we mark them off. And it's also crazy to see the clients that we worked with where maybe they weren't on our goal list, but they've become the best clients. Um, And that's really exciting to see because there's, I remember we've done something with a mattress company. I would have never thought, let's target mattress companies. But experiential is just where it is, and it's really helped propel us. That's such a good point. And with all of the new tech devices and apps, we've done just so many more. As those kind of bloom and, and grow, we say, hey, you, ha- you having an event? And then we get those as well. As Florals vice president, you're often the person hiring for open positions. And I know in the events industry, it can be very competitive. 
What do you look for when you're hiring for an events position? I'm really looking for passion. What I have found over the years, both here at B Floral and other places I've worked in, people I've hired and coworkers, is there are a lot of skills that you can teach. But when it comes to passion, that's really something that's very difficult to teach. It's the desire to really, you know, have a work-life balance, but to love where you are and know that if a client's emailing you at 10 o'clock and it's urgent, that you're going to respond to that. And no one's going to want to do that unless they're extremely passionate about where they are. And that's our employees who are here. That's what makes them great. So when I'm in an interview with somebody, I ask them a lot of questions about what do you like to do outside of work? What makes you tick? Why do you come to work? Because I want to know who they are versus can you write a nice email, which don't get me wrong, extremely important. (laughs) That can go very wrong as well, but just that can be worked on. Awesome. And so what do you look for then when you're hiring for a sales position? And is the sales position here a little bit different than other industries? The sales position here is a little bit different because our sales team is more business development. What they're looking for is what brands can benefit from knowing about us. I like to say they're a little bit more of a brand ambassador. They're not selling them a tech product. They're not closing deals. They're saying, you know, XYZ PR firm, I feel that we work with similar brands and we can really be of a service to you. So again, in order to be in sales, you have to be passionate about what you're selling or else it's boring and it's not going to work. So when I interview for a sales position, it's really important that they're fearless, that they can pick up that phone And they're, again, excited about what we have to offer and want to go out there and discuss it. And maybe I'm biased, but I mean, beautiful flowers and beautiful installations, like that's something fun to sell rather than a pin. Totally agree. (laughs) Totally agree. It's really important and it is exciting. And that's what the mindset that we have is we're not here to sell you anything. The word sales is really misleading. It's more of an ambassador and really to help you be a consultative sale. So I know over the last several years, you have seen a lot of resumes come by your desk for people wanting um, a position. What would make a potential candidate stand out on their resume alone? That's a difficult question because with hiring, I I love resumes. You have to have them, but I try to look beyond a resume. But one thing that is very important is make sure that your resume doesn't have misspellings. That is constructed correctly. If you use a format, be consistent in your format. That's your representation of yourself. And so to me, if you're sending something that has errors and is, you know, some bullet points, some stars, some color, it just means to me that maybe you didn't spend enough time on it and you're really not that passionate about the position you're applying for. At the end of each episode, we like to talk about industry news and the events industry in general. And you and I actually just attended the Women Building Women conference focused on women in the events industry. What advice would you give young women graduating college wanting to get into the events industry? Take opportunities. Don't be afraid to have to take something that is going to give you a little bit of experience, but maybe isn't what you really had imagined. I mean, really going back to your question about my career story, I never imagined that I was going to work at a retail flower shop. And nor at that time did I think that was going to launch me into the career I have today. So look for those opportunities, network, go to events, make sure you're talking to people and find out if you are passionate about the events industry. It's not a nine to five job. So that would really be my advice is don't be afraid to take risks and to think about where that can lead you next. That's amazing. Jennifer, this was so fun. Thanks for popping over and chatting with us. Yeah, I know you thanks probably for having have me. many emails to get back probably to. Probably 500 since I've been here, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you back in your office. Thank you. <laughs> 
Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We hope that you tune in again in two weeks. You can find our podcast, Run of Show, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BeFloralNYC. 